you're listening to the No Name Photo Show. It's not spouse approved. It may or may not be safe for work. We'll see. And now here's your host, Brian Matias, and me, Sharky James. Hey, Brian. So it's episode one. Yes, it is, Sharky. I can't believe it. As if I'm not busy enough, I'm taking on another podcast. How did this come? Like, we were talking about this and... For like a year. Yeah, and just but but it, it went on hiatus that, that idea for a while until I moved here to, to Lincoln. And then it just kinda like, hey, let's let's do this, right? I, I don't even I was thinking about this the other day. How how did I get into this? Well, how did well, I get roped into doing another show? But okay, so let's let's start. For those of us this is episode one of the no name photo show. So who are you? We We're are the, the no names. names. So with that said, who, what is your name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mike Sharky James. Everyone just calls me Sharky or Sharky James, or some people just call me James. They think Sharky James is like, like I could have been crazy James or wild James or something like that. But uh, so I'm Sharky James. And three years ago, last month, I started developing a podcast. It became the Lens Shark Photography Podcast. Eight months later, ginormous petapixel, six million plus unique readers a month said, hey, wh- why don't you come over and let's team up and do the Petapixel Photography Podcast. So we rebranded, and I've been doing that now. for. I'm coming up on my two-year anniversary in September. We're having a big giveaway. We're giving away a camera and a whole bunch of stuff. So you definitely want to follow the Petapixel Photography Podcast. Hit subscribe right now on this show, the No Name Photography Show. No Name Photo Show. Not No No Name Photography Show. That would be some other guy. No. The No Name Photo Show. You want to hit subscribe. That would help us out greatly. And, uh, I don't know what else to say. I'm a career. I was a career photojournalist in yeah. Arizona. Moved to Utah to be with my wife and kids, and uh, and then we moved to Idaho. Never thought I would move to Utah, let alone Idaho. But yeah, we're, I, we always say we're, we're we're slowly escaping to Canada. We we were in Arizona and we moved up one state to Utah, then Idaho. Next stop, Canada. I guess. No, we're what about there. what about Washington? What about Washington? Well, I guess you could. It's that's to the left. Yeah, but straight up in Idaho is Canada. Yeah. All right, but people people are probably bored by this. Get, go ahead, tell them who you are. <laughs> so uh, my name is Brian Matias. I'm the other kind of half of the No Name Photo Show, and I've been a photographer for about 20 years now, doing it professionally um, for the past number of years one way or the other i when i i always feel like i have to qualify that sharky like professionally the way i consider that is um i've worked for myself for my business for two years now but i've also worked professionally in the kind of industry i've worked at uh, google and sony and on one and wacom and all of that kind of uh was with you know i I got to work on the other side of the table with photography in that in that industry so but yeah, like kind of like Sharky, I've moved around a bunch now. Just about five or six weeks ago, I moved from Portland, Oregon uh, to Lincoln, Nebraska with my wife, who's also a longtime professional photographer. Her name is Nicole S. Young. Um, Nicole Z. Nicole Z. Yeah, that's her moniker. That's her kind of like company name. So we moved here. Cost of living is significantly lower. And she's from here, from Lincoln. So we've got family here. And that's really nice. But well, and you're centrally located to everything, li- almost literally. Yeah, and you know, the, I never really heard of the term or use the term like flyover state until coming here. But I'm uh, everything I, I mean, Lincoln is becoming, as far as I know, it's becoming quite popular. But like you said, centrally located, so I can drive like 
five or no, no, like seven hours of being Colorado. Um, I can go to South Dakota, you know, get some really awesome kind of middle of the country landscape stuff. And here in Idaho, I have easy access to potatoes. Oh, man. Because that's all I tell people all the time. Nate, what else do you know besides potatoes for Idaho? There's literally nothing like I could be number two on the list. You're going to you're going to have have so many people. People don't know this, but Idaho is a tech hub. Micron is based here. You know, crucial memory. Micron's based here. And there's a lot of tech companies coming here. But anyhow, they want to hear about photography, right? We could go off on. You're not going to hear a lot of chit chat about who we are after this episode. We're going to get into the nitty gritty of stuff because we want this to be a value to people, right? Absolutely. If you're used to listening to my show, you know, it's like, it's quick, it's pithy. And that's what it's going to be too. I said uh, in the intro, I said, it might not be safe for work. It's going to be, we're not going to swear. If we do, we'll bleep that out. I'm sure we'll do that. But um, this is going to, it's going to be a pithy kind of show and a lot of fun. Yeah, it's kind of, this is kind of like the first episode of Game of Thrones where you just kind of have to acclimate to who these people are. It's kind of weird. They look very strange and you're not quite sure if they bathed today or anything like that. Spoiler, Brian dies in this episode and I replace him. Yeah, it's going to be a very weird journey for (laughs) you guys. But uh, thanks for for being here. You know, like this is, um, this is something that we've been talking about for a while. So with that, like, let's uh, talk less about why we started and let's actually get into the show. Let's do it. Cool. So yesterday was a little bit of something. Today is, what is it, August 22nd, Tuesday? So yesterday was what, Sharky? The Great American Eclipse. <laughs> and what, what, are your, what are your thoughts on the Great American Eclipse, Sharky? I could care less about it. I really, <laughs> I've seen, okay, so I've never seen a total eclipse before. And totality was 90 minutes north of where I am here in Boise. And I was, as I said online, totality uninterested. I did not care. Why? I mean, and not to denigrate, you know, everyone who was interested because I get it. It's fun. It's maybe a once in a lifetime thing. The next time it's going to happen in America is going to be 2024. Yep. So hopefully I'll still be around. That's just what, how many years is that? Seven, no, 17 years from now? No, seven years from now. We're in 2017. Sharky. Time no, is flying. No one to carry here. We're not going to do. We're not going to do math here. We're not. Right. Gonna, we're going to try to do as, as, especially the head hurting kind of math as I right. talk about on the show. We're not going to do that. But the eclipse. I've seen partial eclipses. I've photographed them before. I knew what to expect. I knew about how much of the eclipse we'd see here in Boise. I didn't need to see the whole thing. But there, I knew that I could go online and there'd be a, amazing photos from people that have shot this before or just like just really cared about it. What I wanted to do was to enjoy it here with my family. So I shot photos of them looking at the eclipse. I looked at it as well. And it just, what I really liked about it was the really, that weird, creepy lighting that happened near totality as much as we had here. That really kind of, it almost looked like you had polarized sunglasses on. Right. The birds were freaking out all around. They thought it was nighttime. It was just, you know, our motion detector lights outside came on. That's how dark it got here. It wasn't super dark, but it was enough for those to turn on. Yeah. So, I mean, but go, yeah, go, I, I don't know. It, it was fun. It wasn't, I didn't care to photograph it. It's like, you know, my thing is I love to shoot sports and there's a lot of things that photographers don't care to shoot and it's not to be negative or anything. Like, you know, I have really no interest in macro photography Right. You know, that's Don Komoreshka's territory, right? Yes, it is. Yes, he's masterful. You know, there's a lot of people that are never going to shoot astrophotography. Um, It's just, or medical type photography, just not interested in that. And there's merit 
into shooting something that you've never shot before. But if you're not into it, don't shoot it. Just enjoy it or just enjoy the photos that other people are going to create. Yes. And, and I, to that, I, I, there are several points I can make on that. I, I agree with that. Like for me, bird photography. Nicole's going, she just booked her trip to New Mexico in, I think, November, a day after Thanksgiving. She's Scott Bourne is um, running a workshop and she's going to join there to shoot the, some crane migration. In Bosque del Apache. Okay. In November, right? Around like yeah. Thanksgiving time. Yeah. yeah where he shot his famous, uh, what was it? Cranes in the fire mist. You got to Google cranes in the fire mist. Amazing no, I know, shot I, I know the shot. I, I absolutely. No, I'm talking it. about the audience. You know the shot, <laughs> but Bob and Susie listening don't, not, might not know it. That's true. So Bob, <laughs> Bob and Susie, be sure uh, to Google it. And then Scott's been, you know, he's been in the industry for forever. Um, and so I know Nicole's very excited, but for me, not a, I could care less. I can appreciate the photos and I can appreciate what they're the reason why for me, the eclipse, um, I actually went, I mean, very loosely went out of my way or made an attempt to photograph it is because no matter what, whether I was living in Oregon at the time or now in Nebraska, um, the eclipse, the, the total, the path of totality covered both of those states. And it, it's so funny, Sharky. So, um, Last weekend, Nicole and I went scouting for locations, and we found a really nice location literally on the path, and it was going to give us two and a half minutes. And then yesterday, um, if you followed like the store, I, I, I shared a bunch of stuff on my Instagram stories. Um, we just had a bunch of cloud cover. And I know I made fun of you on my stories about that. I know <laughs> we had, I had nothing but clear skies here and didn't care to shoot it. And then you had cloud cover and you were cursing everybody. Absolutely. And <laughs> so Nicole's like, well, we can just stay here. I was like, what are you talking about? We're not in the path. And she's like, no, no, we're in the path of totality. We just have a minute and a half instead of two and a half minutes. So we had my father-in-law and my sister-in-law and Nicole here. And we just hung out in the driveway and, you know, I, I shared photos of, um, you know, the camera's just kind of pointed up with my gimbal. And I, I am so frustrated about this. Um, Leading up to it, the, the whole event is like three hours, right, Sharky? I think it's like, it was like yeah. three. So, give or take. Give or take. And everything was going great. Even though there were clouds, the, the solar filter I had, plus the I was shooting at uh, 800 millimeters. I was a Sony 100 or 400 with a two-time teleconverter on the a7r2 so i had plenty of reach i had plenty of megapixels um and every phase you know like when it go, it started when just the moon started to breach to when you know, up until so things were going well by that point you can say up until things, that point up until that point you can say that things were going just peachy and then and then it, it was it was Every photographer can relate to this. They say they have the curse. Matt Kloskowski, he's like, I've got the Kloskowski curse for you. Like, if you need clouds on your shoot, you have blue skies. And if you need blue skies, you have clouds. Every photographer, um, unless, you know, there's some of them out there that just are born with, like, you know, the best luck. They have tons of karma. Um, 30 seconds before totality. Like, the most, arguably the most important part of the show, of the, the event. Not arguably, it is. You're right. It, you can't argue about it. it I mean, it's, it's the main thing. It's the it's the whole it's the main event. It's the Tyson fight. It's why people traveled to the areas in the middle of nowhere in America. That's right. 
exactly to go spe- shoot totality. Otherwise, they could have been in my backyard here in Boise and seen right. like ninety-seven percent of it. Right, or you know, absolutely exactly right. Thirty seconds before this thick bank of clouds <laughs> just comes right through, I saw nothing. I all I saw was the light. The, the the ambient light it went from bright or no it was kind of like you know kind of dark and then within two seconds it went to sunset mode it wasn't like nighttime mode you can see a few stars but it went to sunset mode and i'm up there Mo- nicole and i are just like looking up like you no 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 <laughs> and then maybe and then all of a sudden a minute and a half later it, it went right back to being bright again the clouds went away and you were still in totality at that point, or you had like seconds? No, no, no. That was it. The when when oh, so you missed totality? Totally. I to, I totality missed totality. <laughs> um, in in it, I missed. I had absolutely zero. I had a hundred percent opportunity, meaning where I was standing front driveway, hundred percent opportunity in path. I had zero percent execution because of those clouds. I had. So, so my idea, you know, the, what every other photographer is probably doing is, you know, compositing, um, you know, five sides, five, five photos on either side of the fa- different phases, partially obscured. And then in the middle, you have the totality. Yep. I just, I just put the sun, <laughs> I put the regular sun. So you missed out. If you had seen the whole darn thing, the full Monty, you would have maybe not, maybe you would have seen all that wispiness come out. Yes. Right, and you would have seen Bailey's beads and the diamond ring. You saw none of that. You saw a cloud. I saw a thick cloud. Wow! And we had nothing but clear skies in all of Idaho. And just goes to show you that I, whatever it is that made us hates me. <laughs> and, and 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 I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Did I? Did I? Is there like a a, a voodoo priestess or like some Santeria priestess who I offended that? <laughs> knew that i was gonna apparently shoot. i mean that's the well, only so, explanation you know i said i wasn't going to shoot the eclipse but i did so i put the we had all these extra pairs of, of glasses everyone's looking for glasses at last last minute so obviously poor planners right and we have extra so i held it up to the back of my iphone 6 plus and shot it with my iphone and it looks like just like everything else you see online. It looks like a distant Cheeto. It right. looks horrible, right? It's, it's unless you use proper photographic equipment and all that, you've got a distant Cheeto. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. distant Cheeto. Hashtag distant Cheeto. That's all it is. And but, and you see that, and you see, and I posted on this on Instagram. You see people uh, posting these photos, just like, look, I shot the eclipse, and it's just a distant Cheeto. Right. Right. And but, that's what it could have been. And I even put, I put I, I, on my Instagram, I photoshopped. It took me about three and a half minutes last night. I created the eclipse from what we saw here in Boise in Photoshop. It's literally just a cup, a black and a, and a yellowish uh, disc. And I think people on Instagram are like, wow, it's amazing. You got a great shot. And I put in there, there was Photoshop, but yeah, that's, I, it's basically what I saw. Right. I didn't put a distant Cheeto on there. But the thing is, uh, you know, there's, of course, you know, you, you were very kind of like clear. You just doesn't interest, even though you had the opportunity to see the majority of it didn't interest you. For me, <laughs> I had this metamorphosis, like as soon as it became clear that there was no 
chance of seeing totality. My attitude, it was a 180. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, Great American Eclipse 2017. <laughs> this is the stupidest event. Why would anyone want to waste their time? Why would anyone want to fly and pay? And this is the stupidest thing. This is so dumb. That's <laughs> and something I, I want to get into is, is traveling to and spending money for once in a lifetime things and the merits of that, because a lot of people are like, should I go? Should I not go? So we should probably talk about that at some point. Sure. I mean, and, and so once in a lifetime, that's, that's the thing though. Once in a lifetime for the eclipse, that might be literally true for a lot of people, you know, especially if you're older or whatnot. But what about once in a lifetime, let's say you fly to um, Africa, like, you know, you go on, you know, for it's a once in a lifetime trip for you. You're just not going to make it there. Like, that's the same thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So I like what different, so flying So you're, if I'm reading or understanding correctly and, and, and keep me honest here, like flying to shoot a leopard or an elephant, even it's a once in a lifetime is, mm holds more merit to you than the total eclipse. See, if you're okay, so with your example, you're going on safari, right? Right. To Africa. You're going to see animals. They're everywhere. Right. But the eclipse, you could be foiled by smog, bad weather, any of that stuff. Right. Right? So you got you're going to see cheetahs, you're going to see elephants, you're going to see something. Right. Well, I would say the the likelihood is probably greater on a safari if you do your research, just like you should do with Eclipse. If you go at the right time of year and make sure you get the right whatever, and you have the right equipment, just like you said with the phone versus proper photo equipment. Yeah. So this was the right time of the year, literally for the Eclipse. We knew this was coming for centuries mm-hmm. or whenever they last calculated this, but you were foiled by a cloud in Nebraska. And I didn't have to try. I traveled. 10 feet in front of my garage and you were going to travel how far away you found a spot you guys mm-hmm. went scouting so uh for me i mean it was maybe 40 miles so but it would have been on uh highway 80 if i remember correctly or 77 and whatever the case either they were completely just bumper to bumper yeah so okay. but yeah i mean for people who do travel for let's just use the eclipse as an example, like traveling. Um, there were people who tra- like Gordon Lang, you know, he's the, he, he yep. hosts the cameralabs.com. Uh, he traveled. I, he was in New York. If I remember correctly, we were chatting on Facebook messenger. I think he was in New York and he was driving over to Oregon. Um, and he shot the total eclipse before. So he was actually a really great resource, but he drove across the country literally to, to get there. And he's and he lives in England, right? Yeah, so he planned this. He's not like us, just kind of winging it. Yeah, <laughs> let's just start a podcast. Well, when did you start planning this? Oh, just to um, shoot it. That's a good question. Maybe like six weeks prior to me. Uh, I was so preoccupied with, um, you know, like quitting Wacom, uh, getting my business back up, and then moving halfway across the country. Plus, you know, this. You know, less people understand we've got this this whole podcast, this no name photo show. We've been working on this very aggressively for about a month now. Yeah. Um, so oh, there's been a lot going on. So the eclipse has been, you know, the little cracks here and there where water flows. That that's kind of my preparation. Mm. But 
I did spend, you know, a decent amount of money. Um, Which you and we had a post on that on on uh, Petapixel dot com about that. You want to tell them about the what went oh, on with the yeah. whole filter because that was kind of it was I wouldn't say it was a little scandal or anything, but right. you know, is from Lee Filters perspective, you know, word got out there that these filters, uh, Amazon was refunding people's money because these weren't worthy of shooting the eclipse. What Amazon actually classified them as apparatus for viewing the eclipse incorrectly exactly right um i got this email out of the so uh, backtrack back in june i ordered um nicole and i both ordered on amazon um lee has a hundred by hundred millimeter by hundred millimeter square kind of drop in solar filter it's the equivalent of 20 stops of a neutral density filter um so we got them everything's great and then like the week before out of the blue i get this email from amazon stating that it, exactly what you said, Sharky. Um, this is not rated for viewing the eclipse. Um, do not use this device. And, um, and and what did you think when you got that? You were like, oh, huh? <laughs> like, well, yeah, I was. Well, I was pretty upset because um, I just, you know, my my I went with a knee jerk reaction. Like in bold, it says, "Do not use this to view the eclipse." Um, and we are going to be, excuse me, we're going to be prorate or. Uh, proactively refunding you. So I was like, okay, now what do I do? I went on Amazon site. I went to B and H. Those filters are sold out. So um, I posted on social. I shared it with you, and and that you know you shared it with Michael at Petapixel, and that's kind of how that really um, started getting uh, wood behind the uh, the arrow uh, when Michael you know reached out and he's like, hey, let's what he wants to put it on Petapixel. That's when the lead. But when you got that. When you, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. When you got that email, did you think, did you doubt it? Were you like, wait a second, did did I possibly buy some? Did I buy the wrong one, or did you? Were you like, Amazon messed up here? It's a good question. Um, to be honest, I wasn't sure because just a few days prior, I went to a uh, a presentation on the eclipse with two um, NASA uh, teachers or instructors, um, and and they were talking about how you really want to make sure that whatever you're using. Uh, meets that there's an ISO uh, the international standards organization. They have a certain um, rating or, or standard for um, these filters or the, you know, the glasses that you use. And that's, what's funny too. I talked to, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you again. We're going to do that here on this show. We're going to be rude like that. Totally. It, it's so funny that, you know, they're the, these, the newscasters and everything and, and all these websites online said, watch for the words ISO 12, something, whatever, on your glasses and then you know you have the right ones like counterfeiters don't know how to put the incorrect information on there it's just so stupid exactly and it's like exactly i can appreciate it um you know that what what that meant but it's totally right and what i was trying to parse out with email because email was kind of it was vague in terms of so they're saying not to view it with my eyes or what you know what about with the camera because that's all i really cared about and so, you know, I messaged Lee on Facebook. Uh, you know, I sent them a private message through Messenger. I, I tweeted them. And it was a Saturday, and they're a UK-based organization. So it did take them until, I think, Tuesday. Um, and the, the Petapixel article ran on a Monday, um, the week before, I believe, the eclipse. Um, and so, yeah, they came back, and they were just like, no, this is Amazon. You know, this is our, our lenses are you know certified to do this. We can do this. You, you're, you're fine. But in the meantime, I reached out to um, a good friend who, you know, a former high tech who 
hooked me up with one of their, I didn't even know that they had 100 by 100 drop in solar filters. I know they had screw on filters. Um, so he sent me one. So I had that and I know that that was legit too. So I was, I was covered, um, for all it's worth. Yeah. So what, what do you want to talk about Sharky? I mean, the eclipse, I think we're good there. I think people, th- this, that topic, it's one of those rapid, what is it? How do you say it? like rapid rate of diminishing returns? Meaning yesterday was like at its peak. And then within a couple hours, your, your streams were flooded with the same kind of photo. And then today it's like, I really don't want to talk about the eclipse. Like anymore. I said on Facebook, I said, you know, it, my eclipse, it, my feed is filled with eclipse photos today. All those distant Cheetos, right? And some nice photos. And then it's back to politics and cats. Right. Exactly. Right. So you're, you're back to normal. You know, everything's good in the world again. You're back to crazy politics and crazy cats. Well, everything is, f- is good. Fortunately, this is a photo show. It's not a politics or cat show. So we, we're, we're immune to that kind of like, um, but I do. One thing that I know we as photographers do love is talking about gear. And I, I, you know, so Sharky and I, we, we've been, we put a lot of thought into the format of the show and how we want to do it. We've, you know, I think Sharky, we're okay to say that we will eventually have guests on. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I think we'll bring people in and, and they might sit with us for a little bit or maybe the whole show. You and I know a lot of fun, interesting people. Right. And maybe we'll even have some listeners on. Who knows? Ooh, that we'll actually, have a stupid contest. That <laughs> hanging really, with Brian and Sharky. I like that. Yeah, totally. We should have some some listeners. Or um <laughs> what I would love to do is have some sort of a thing where the listeners can submit questions, kind of like, you know, um getting that that input that we can talk about. But you know, I know one of the things that I definitely want to discuss in every episode is gear. And I know other photo podcasts, it's not original, but I think it is important just because the segment has to do with gear. What you pick probably would be something that no one, no other photographer would pick. And yeah. so there's diversity. I think there's a lot of room there. So um, Sharky, I want to, I want to introduce this. T- tell me about whatever gear you want to talk about. What's that? What's the gear on your shelf? All right. So the thing, if I didn't talk about this, my audience would just rail on me. So yes, I'm going to talk about the infamous and if you're watching online on our YouTube channel or Facebook, you see the infamous, or is it now famous? It didn't kill anybody, so I guess it's not infamous. Right. I mean, unless I smash them over the head. They're going to love that at me photo. You can kill somebody with these now. Um, you probably could. <laughs> hey, for, for, for protection, right? For, for protection as a photographer. If you've me got a photo monopod. Does not, <laughs> me photo, me photo does not, does not endorse murder. <laughs> yeah, and whatever. Tripods. <laughs> They're they're great people though, so they're gonna they're gonna think this is hilarious. But if you're watching right now, you're seeing the uh, you're seeing the infamous or famous purple tripod. This is you know they've got a bunch of them, right? So what me photos all about are fun, mostly travel tripods. These are not the ginormous, super expensive, like thousand dollar crazy heavy tripods that you're gonna put a ginormous six hundred millimeter lens or an eight hundred millimeter lens on. These are things that you want. You need to have a tripod with you. So you get one of these, you put it in your trunk, you bring it with you on vacation because they are small. They're small. They're lightweight. I've got the aluminum one. They've got carbon fiber and all that. But this is the Mifoto Air. This is the Globetrotter model. So this is the larger of the line. And what I like about it, first of all, it's purple. And I thought I was original with this, but I was not. 
there are very few original ideas apparently out there in twenty. What do you mean by not about being original about it? Well, I was getting to that, Brian. Oh, I'm oh. sorry, Sharky. <laughs> I know I ramble sometimes, but you know, and you can cut me off at any time or tell me we're drifting. But uh, if you, you know, okay, the war on photography, as we know, is real, especially since 9-11. Photographers get harassed all the time. You know, if you photograph a government building, you are going to get a talking to. Never mind Google, you know, Street View and whatever has every angle covered and you can go online on Flickr or whatever and see every square inch of a building. But you drop a tripod somewhere, and by drop, we don't mean actually like drop it. We mean actually put the, you know, put it down and, and set it up. You put a tripod down, and you, you're probably going to get a talking to, or people are going to notice you. If you've got a purple tripod, you would think that that would draw a lot of attention. You will go almost unnoticed. People see it. They, they might giggle a little bit and have a good laugh, and they're going to move on. Security guards. A lot of people have told me this since I started talking about this in the show. Security guards see you with a purple tripod or, you know, they make red and orange and green and everything. They leave you alone because they think, well, he can't possibly be a professional. He's got a purple tripod like that matters. The color of your tripod is not going to matter. It is it is repellent. It's kind of like hiding in plain sight type of thing. Exactly. Like Scott Bourne says, when he goes and shoots, he puts on the loudest Hawaiian, uh, you know, uh, shirt he can puts uh in his back pocket, he puts, you know, one of those brochures you get at your hotel and tries to look as non-professional as possible because the goal is to get the shot. And whether you're professional or not, you don't want to be harassed. You want to go make photographs. Sure. You don't want people talking to you and asking you questions. And if you drop a purple tripod, you are probably going to be okay. I'd say 99% of the time. So aside from this thing being purple, it has... And I well, I should disclose that Me Photo is is one of our sponsors over on the Petapixel Photography Podcast, and so it's got the hyperlock leg system. You know, a lot of times you have to undo every single you know leg segment. With this, you just undo it, you extend it, and you twist it the other way, and it's locked. And this particular model, the Air model, has something that I don't use, but it's got a selfie stick built in, and what? you know a lot of. Yeah, it's got a selfie stick built in and it comes with an adapter so you can put your phone on there and it has a Bluetooth remote. Wait, so I don't understand. Uh, for those on who are watching on the video, can you show this? Because I, I did not know what. You have to undo it and stuff. The bottom unscrews, the, oh, the center, center column, column comes out. And I don't have any right here. This is just the regular standard Arca Swiss style, you know, gro- tongue and groove or whatever uh, plate on there. And that's great. It's not proprietary. It's a, you know, Arca Swiss. So you're going to be able to fit your L plates on there, etc. It comes with a, you know, spring tension holder and I've got a a iPhone six plus. So it's the big boy. You can put that on there. There's a lot of times where you might, you know, a lot of people are buying these and they're vloggers or they're doing a lot of the kind of stuff that we do. And so you bring one of these smaller me photo tripods with you. You put your, your phone on there and you've got the remote and you can control it from the Bluetooth remote, but you don't have to do that too. You know, like I say in the show, options are good. You can use it as a regular tripod. It gets really low. It gets fairly high. I'm six foot four, so almost no tripod ever gets to the length where I can shoot eye level. I'm always having to crouch down. But you can use this any number of ways. So can I give a... Is it okay if I give my uh, the code on on the show for people that want to save some money? Why Even not? though they're not sponsoring this show. So go to mefoto.com. That's M-E-F-O-T-O.com. Use the code Petapixel, P-E-T-A-P-I-X-E-L, and you'll get 10% off your order. Boom. So yeah. I love these tripods. They've got... I and I owned Mifo tripods before they were even a sponsor. They make 
they make great things. These are great travel tripods. And this one, I think, holds up to like 17.6 pounds. How's that for specific? So <laughs> that's going to hold most of your you know, fairly heavy gear. And you always want overhead, too. That's great. You know, if, you, if it says 17, maybe put only like 12 or 14 or so pounds on there. I always like to have a little bit of wiggle room. Sure. Well, that about covers it, right? Do you have any questions about the purple tripod? It's very shiny. No one's no. going to bother you with this. <laughs> no, it's definitely it's definitely distinct. And it just to, you know, just to show that we are we're actually, you know, there's no like favoritism or anything. Like I'm actually a really right, right stuff guy. I use really right stuff exclusively um just because that's my favorite brand and that's for my gear. Just so happens I also kind of have a uh tripod accessory. So this is um a gimbal head uh, buy really right stuff. It, that it looks is, expensive, Brian. How much was that? Yeah, so this <laughs> this itself I think was like eight hundred and sixty dollars. It's the uh, wow. re- really right stuff PG dash zero two. And the reason why I got this was because I got this specifically when I was saying earlier in the show, like you know, I spent money for this um, for the eclipse. It wasn't for travel so much as the gear. I, I recently also got a Sony one hundred to four hundred millimeter lens the new one the well relatively new one for the sony um full frame mirrorless system is that a g master it is a g master that's the one they introduced with the with the a9 yes i think you're right actually they called it a sports lens and it, i mean it's a beautiful lens which i take issue with why well because so you know i was a photojournalist and what i do best and most of my associated press awards are in for sports sure most photographers are not going to shoot with a, what is that? Like an F four to five, six, four to five, six. Yeah. Unless you're shooting in the most amazing lighting conditions, you're not going to use a lens like that. So I'm surprised Sony didn't come out with a, with like a 300 to eight at the time, the 70 to 200 will get the job done. But for most like controversy here, most mom and pops, you know, photographers that are shooting Johnny or Susie at, at their games or whatever are going to want an F 2.8 lens. So it's a great lens. Everyone says it's great, but I don't, I take issue with the sports marketing of it. Yeah. And you know, that's leave that to the marketing departments. I, I do know that people of the Sony shooters have been clamoring for that 100, 400 millimeter range. Plus they have um, both a one, four and a two X teleconverter or, and, and which I have the two X. So, you know, this is more for me, it's more reach and, and you know, the further, the longer your focal length, you know, you still have that really great separation of um of uh your foreground or your your, your plane of focus and your background yeah. so you know for when i was shooting yesterday um the eclipse i again i was at 400 with the 2x so i was at 800 my my maximum aperture was i started at f11 which kind of you know that was you know i had to work around that with the iso um trying to keep the exposure fast enough because that that moon is moving really fast oh yeah um and the so, lighting's changing like crazy constantly, and and we had clouds going through, so um, you can see the the sun through the clouds and the moon through the clouds, but it's still like you said, they changed the exposure. But I'm going to go back to my thing, Sharky. Are you okay? Are you okay with that? Can yes, you can. We're like I said, we're gonna, and people are gonna be like, hey, he needs to stop interrupting him. We're gonna do that in this yes. show when ideas yes. come up. We're gonna do it because I was gonna ask you something else, and I didn't ask. Why not? Well, I was gonna ask you. Oh, I could, let's just jump into it then. I was going to ask you about that 2X teleconverter. How is it? Because most, as we know, throughout all photography, most teleconverters 
have been horrible. You lose sharpness. You lose your focusing kind of sucks. Uh, you lose what? Two stops of light yep. at 2x and 1.4. You usually lose a, uh, lose stop. a stop. So how is it? How's that Sony? And this is obviously Sony's never going to sponsor this show after I <laughs> bash the 100 to 400 is marketing. But how how is it? Because people probably want to know. You've actually used it. I haven't used it. I've used it only this yesterday, admittedly, was the first time I used it. Um, even though I have the 70 to 200 uh, millimeter 2.8, the newer 70 to 200 millimeter, which was the teleconverters were announced with that lens. I haven't had an opportunity to, to use it. With that said, yesterday, I have perfectly sharp photos. They are no, on the noisier side because I had to jack my ISO up to, and it was an 8.7R2s jacked up to like, I think 8,000. Um, to get my oh, it can sp- handle that though. It can handle that, but it's not I, ideal. But exactly, and w- so to an- what I will do for the next episode, just to kind of follow up, is I will take the <laughs> setup upstairs and in that in normal light where f eleven is not an issue, um, in getting a faster shutter speed at a at a lower ISO, I will come back and say, hey, is this? Um, you know, I will say yes, this is sharp. This is not sharp. But from what I've seen so far, it was good. Nice. So, but just to get back to this thing, so <laughs> no, let's not go back to it. We're going to, we're going to delay your pick for like an hour. No, no Sharky. <laughs> go ahead. This is, so this is a gimbal head. Um, any, any photographer who, um, odds are does a lot of, um, long focal length photography, sports photographers, animal photographers, bird photographers, um, probably know what a gimbal head is but also uh, photographers who are big into um, panoramic like really really large pano photos um what this does is instead of having your camera and lens on a ball head or you know whatever single point you have and you have to rotate the whole camera with this oops i hit it i hit my mic um you can actually um rotate the camera and then you can also adjust um the this angle here and it kind of goes very smoothly up and down and it's got measurement and and everything on there that thing is yeah this is unbelievable and it's heavy (laughs) Um, well yeah and it's made to support what like probably like 50 pounds or something maybe more than that yeah i'm I'm unlike i'm not i'm not as as you know well read with the gear um but in terms of like you were saying how your tripod 17.6 you know pounds and but the the when you look at this thing it's a formidable uh piece of gear and i got it because you you wouldn't typically i wouldn't think use it with um you know a 2470 or a 1635 i i typically see people with yeah when your lens has like one of those it comes with its own like little tripod collar you know tripod foot yeah um that's That's a sign that's a sign um so <laughs> not shooting wide angle with a gimbal head i mean you could no one's gonna bother you just like a purple tripod no i would go, bother oh. you Sharky, you, you don't even need you. to know about photography and then <laughs> you're gonna leave that person alone because yeah, you'd bother me if, i know you would i would if i saw you shooting at 1635 with on a on a gimbal like this gimbal i would i would take i would take issue with that and i would be forced to make fun of you <laughs> goes without saying so sharky um i'd say this was a a, a pretty good episode if we say so ourselves, yeah. If I, if I do say so myself, it's you know like it's funny. Back when I, three years ago, last month when I was developing my show, uh, the one thing I was I was like, I don't want to do it. A two guys in their basement chit chat show because there's dozens upon dozens of those, right? 
So, you know, we're going to have to differentiate ourselves, of course. And it, it comes down to personalities. Absolutely. If you like what I do on my show, I'm different on this show. I'm different on TWIP. I'm different. I was on Scott Bourne's show. I'm different on this than I am on my show because it's a completely different thing. It's like doing a, co- a comedic play versus a dramatic play. It's a whole different animal. So, you know, this is just episode one. We've done this kind of stuff before. I think we did a pretty decent show. We're going to have more than one topic. It's going to be more than just eclipse stuff. It's going to be a more variety thing. There's yep. going to be a lot for you to dig in. And there's going to, you and I have a lot of experience and we talk to a lot of photographers. We're going to have uh, people on here that, are making waves in the industry people that are that maybe you don't usually hear on shows and it's going to be interesting it's not going to be a boring interview kind of thing there are they going to be able to hang with us is is really the question right because if we're gonna we're gonna interrupt we're gonna give them crap about stuff we can say crap on this show we're going to we're going to keep it interesting because it's us we're fun you guys get a peek into into the conversations that brian and i have offline the cleaned exactly. up version. <laughs> and I think I think that sums it up really well because Sharky and I talk offline all the time, and two photographers, um, you know, coming from different kind of areas of the industry, there's a lot of experience um, that that we bring to our conversations, and so this podcast, if I do say so, I think is gonna. I'm very excited for it. I hope you guys are uh, enjoy what you hear, and as we go forward, I'd say this was pretty polished. But it's going to get even more refined, um, even though we're going to, like Sharky said, talk over each other. But we just want to kind of like as if we were just chatting with you guys, just have a very informal conversation about things that are important to us in photography. Absolutely. We have a lot of we have a lot to draw upon. There's a lot of data points. When I was a photojournalist at my last newspaper where I was full time, I shot fifteen hundred assignments in just over five years and three months. That's fifteen hundred points of reference. I mean. So, and you've shot a lot too. So we have, we, you know, we can impart some information. And if you listen to my show, I drop a lot of tips here and there, just a lot of weird stuff. And and that's, this show is going to be weird too. This is not going to be a boring, stodgy kind of just, it's going to be an interesting show. Hopefully, hopefully you guys like it. Let us know. Leave us subscribe in iTunes or whatever podcast app you're in. Leave us reviews. If we suck, tell us. Yeah. Tell us what you would like to see on the show. You know, and just go ahead. Be sure. No, no, no. And be to that point, just be sure we have um at no name photo show on every major social media channel. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, follow no name photo show. Um uh, right now, if you go there, you're just gonna see our logo. But uh we will be putting content where we also have no name com. Right now it's there's nothing there. But just we wanted to get at least this first episode out. We we're aiming to do an episode a week. Is that right, Sharky? We're doing one. one we're week? gonna we're gonna commit to doing an episode a week. We'll make sure there's an episode a week. Yeah. So so with that, um, I think we're pretty safe to say that that's a wrap, right, Sharky? Well, we never covered why we called it the No Name Photo Show. Let's let's we're gonna put a stop to this wrapping up business. Yeah. Okay. Right now, and Done. we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. Why did we call it the No Name Photo Show? Because I know people are going to ask. So instead of answering a billion questions, why did we call it the No Name Photo Show, Brian? We we really just we so so Sharky and I were going back on this like back and forth. Like, what should we call it? Should we you know Sharky and Brian show or this you know some photo show with Sharky and Brian? We finally, I think Sharky was you who came up like 
let's just not have a name, no name photo show, something to that. Am I am I right? Because as think soon so. as you as soon as you said it, I, I turned. I was sitting. I was watching um, recapping Game of Thrones. I remember this. Nicole was next to me, and I turned. I'm like, "What do you think of no name photo show?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's good." And she's hard to please. So she, if she gives it the stamp of approval, then it's decent. We we couldn't think of a name. We couldn't. You know, so it's like, let's call it the no-name photo show. It's so stupid. It does, ultimately, the name doesn't matter at all. Right. And you know, you're not going to listen to it. You don't listen to the Petapixel Photography Podcast because it's called the Petapixel Photography Podcast. You listen because you like the show. Exactly. And that's our aim here is, you know, let's just get past the the name of the show. Let's just get past everything. And just this is just it's the two of us. We're rapping about stuff we, we love and uh, we know you love, too. And that's why it's also so important. We want to hear from you guys. Um, but I think, yeah, that's how No Name Photo Show came to be. We, it was just like, and that's usually the best, the best kind of creative things happen whimsically like that, even yes. if it is from Sharky and not from me. Yeah. And like I said, we're, we're the no names, apparently. Yeah. Even we're, we're trying to make a name for, for ourselves with the No Name Photo Show. I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. I, we love doing this. You and I have both been on shows before this. We can photo and a bunch of other shows, and it's fun to do. And now we have our own. Exactly. All right, Sharky. Let's wrap it. Yeah. That's, uh, let's, call it, let's call it good. Yeah. Time of death. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the No Name Photo Show. Sharky and I would be thrilled if you would subscribe in whatever podcast app you're using and tell a friend. So how about we do this again in the next episode? Yeah, let's do that. 